Right, welcome everybody to another episode of the Chat Footy Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host, and very good friend, he's Dave. Hello there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chat Footy. And the World Cup, Chris, has kicked off in Qatar. We've been waiting 12 years, kind of, for this. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, what have you got to say? I I mean, we've had the opening ceremony uh, as well as the match, haven't we? So, where would you like to start? Yeah, well, what was interesting, Dave, was a choice BBC decided to make. So, you were messaging me going, have you seen this opening ceremony? And I'm like... No, and I've got BBC One on, which is where the first game was being shot. It wasn't on ITV, so I flicked to ITV, even though I knew it wasn't on. Did see myself there, Mr. Gru was on there with the uh, Minions, but I was, like, right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's going on? So I'm sitting, and you're like, oh, I'm watching it on the iPlayer. So the BBC decided not to show any of the opening ceremony. However, it was the Chelsea v Tottenham ladies game, the WSL game, which Chelsea won. And then it went straight into the uh, Gary Lineker in the studio. So he's Gary Lineker, Alex Scott, uh, Ashley Williams, and there uh, was Alan Shearer. And they're all there talking in the stadium. And BBC goes all political, Dave. Now, we all know full well, and this is my opinion. I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, that it's a fucking farce. One, it doesn't feel like the World Cup, even after watching his first game. But the BBC starts getting on the moral high ground about fucking, you know, what a bad thing it is getting all the political editors involved Lineker's doing this dead sincere thing to get Alex Scott, who I actually quite like, she's talking and, and Lineker says, so why have you come Alex? Well the thing is you know, um, I was going to boycott and I was thinking about it but I love my job and um, you know look how far we've come in four years I'm just the first female presenter, which is right and which it should be, she's the match today presenter and I'm like Right, I get all that, but you guys, if you were that fucking bothered and all four of them were taking a stance on it and yeah, kicking it off yeah. and they're doing all these fucking things, don't go to fucking Qatar, don't be staying in a five-star hotel. If you're that bothered, boycott the fucking analysis of the games or if you don't want to go to the actual country, which the BBC have done in the past, go in a studio and then analyse from there. What's wrong with that? I just find it fucking mm. hypocrisy, Dave. I thought, oh, this is a good way to get us in the mood for the World Cup. You know, we already know what's happened and how fucking bent yeah. FIFA are. I don't, I don't know about you, but it just really annoyed me. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of... I seem to miss a lot of that. I think I ended up with... I was watching it on an iPlayer, but I think I was listening to the Five Live commentary. It was weird. Right. I only realised halfway through. Uh, the first match so I was listening to like Pat Nevin I was like oh this is a bit weird and then it was when they cut to the news and they were still showing the replays of that fucking ridiculous uh, disallowed goal but um so yeah I, I missed all of that but you know what Chris for me like I say the fact set Blatter re- replaced by that fucking dickhead oh, uh, you talk about Groot as well you know it just we all he feels what did he say? He feels black, he feels disabled, he feels like a migrant worker. Oh, right, okay, go on back to your fucking five-star hotel then. Really feel like a migrant worker. Um, what a bunch of absolute see you next Tuesdays. But fuck off. You've had 12 years to discuss all that. It's down to the football now. Let's focus on the football. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I mean. That's all I wanted. I didn't need this. We know what's going on. It was just leaning kind of like, oh, fuck off. Anyway... Let's get let, to let, let me just say, right, I switched it on. And Morgan Freeman was talking to this little fellow with no legs about how inclusive everything is. And I was like, 
Fucking hell, I'm watching The Office here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so like, did, did David Brent fucking set this up or something? He's doing like, honestly, it was like it was like Equality Street. <laughs> it was like that. I was like, fuck it was hell. It was, it was bad. It was so cringy. But uh, yeah, I was like, oh, fucking hell. And so I, I just kind of had it on in the background. I wasn't paying too much attention from that. <laughs> Well, Dave, you know, that we started with a bit of controversy and then literally on everything I've just said has been, I was fuming, I kept typing something out on Facebook and then like, no, because this is just going to kick. Anyway, everyone online was pretty much saying like, fuck you, BBC and all these yeah, people. Anyway, yeah. Dave, let's go to something a little less controversial, the actual first game between Qatar and Ecuador. So five minutes in, it's looking like, you know, Qatar come out and they were giving it a bit of a go. You can see a bit of high energy and... And all this, and Shearer had said that the manager had never really managed, but he sort of managed at youth level and uh, his Barcelona. I don't think the goalkeeper had ever goal kept. It's <laughs> <laughs> a chance for all of us, isn't it? 40 fucking four on Wednesday's a chance for me. But, it, you know, that, that fucking goal went in, and I'm like, and what I love that, I swear to God, so Ecuador score. And I'm like, it's a fucking goal. I'm thinking, oh, fuck me, someone's getting fucking taken out here because at least got the keeper. He's a fucking, as you just said, a headless chicken. But what got me was, then he comes up with VAR showing the ref, and I'm like, how is yeah. this? How is this going to... And I thought, fuck me, this is going to get this a lot. I swear to you, on my life, <laughs> I was crying with tears down my eyes. And, this, and it was Dion Dublin when they did the replay. And he went, oh, so, yeah, he goes, um, I, 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 I don't know what I, I can't see anything I don't, and I, I don't know what it was it just fucking tickled me and I went Dave it was hilarious so what did you think of that <laughs> so what they were saying on the TV later was oh yeah yeah I can see now why VAR ruled it out and I couldn't quite tell because it wasn't it wasn't the last few touches when the keeper goes out to uh, and flaps at it and the ball goes forward. It's it's one of those weird things. You can wrap your head around the last defender, but it's not quite the last player, is it? There's got to be no. two players in between. So when the goalkeeper's completely all at sea, it's more difficult for me to wrap my head around. It's like, oh, is it offside? And it did look a little bit like it could be to me. But in real time, I'd have never spotted that at all. But I think it's the fact that the keeper wasn't one of the last two players at the back. So yeah. it, it can't... I do think technically it was right to rule it out. But you know this conspiracies leading up to this about, you know, the referee's been paid off, the, the Ecuador players have been paid off, so get your money on Qatar to win 1-0. <laughs> and, and when that happened, I was just like... Fuck me, it's real. <laughs> but yeah, I think honestly, Chris, that goalkeeper, he looked like someone who's won a competition to, to playing goals for Qatar. He, he was fucking awful. And I was listening to the build up and everything. 
And they were saying about the fact that they've known for 12 years, they've had this whole, like, I can't remember what they called it, but it sounded like some academy setup. And I thought, well, that's, that's kind of clever, that. I mean, they've got all the fucking money, haven't they? So you can get in the best sports scientists from around the world. You don't necessarily even have to get the best football people, but if you get you know athletes in their prime and tuned and then you get people who can drill them tactically and get them doing the all the moves and stuff you know getting up practicing all their skills or you know seven days a week or whatever you could get a team to a good standard so by the time it kicked off i thought you know what i i, I can see them doing this and and because we don't know any of their players and and you know if you want to <laughs> If you go on FIFA, they're always the shittest side, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I usually play as guitar, and my son plays as Brazil or something. Um, just try and even it up a bit. It'll beat me one day, but that day is long from now. Um, <laughs> so, so, yeah, I'm thinking, you know what? The fact that it is this kind of insular league, maybe they've got some ringers here. Well, within five fucking minutes, I'm like, this lot of fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if they played us at five aside, right, they'd wipe the floor with us. So when I say they're shit, obviously, to average human beings who've hardly played or, or, you know, play at an amateur level, they're probably quite good. But honestly, I can't believe it only finished 2-0. And, and, you know, not to get out another conspiracy theory, but you do wonder, it did look like... Ecuador just completely took their foot off the gas, especially in the second half, and they looked so much better. They just didn't quite... They, they just didn't... It looked like a, a testimonial, you know? Yes. It, it was, yes. It, it was the other side who was the testimonial player, so they didn't want to make him look stupid kind of thing. It, it, it was a weird, weird match, wasn't it? In that, uh, not so much in the first half. It felt like they were going for it. And, and Qatar had a couple of chances, actually. But, yeah, it was just weird the way they took their foot off the gas. Yeah, it was. Because I agree with you, Dave. I was watching Ecuador. And there was a couple of nice little runs of play, but it was the team they were playing against. And we, you know... We discussed this ourselves. I was like, this is rubbish. This doesn't feel like a World Cup at all. I was dead excited. I thought, no, ex- look, excited like in the past because obviously I'm a proper fair weather England fan. But I was sort of like thinking, oh, great. We've got, apparently, we've got 17 days of continuous football now, Dave, until we get to the knockout stages properly. <laughs> exactly. And I'm off work this week. So I'm thinking, these three games tomorrow. I'm doing a bit of decorating. I thought, well, I'll have it on the back. I mean, the England game, unfortunately, I'm going to have to watch on the decorate with some of that But there you go. I'm thinking, brilliant, brilliant. But, yeah, there was just something off. And, and I felt the whole atmosphere, because what, what I'd read online as well, and, and some of the uh, commentators had said before the game, was, do you need Qatar to go far or at least get through? Because as soon as they get kicked out of, of the group, they're not going to win anything by the looks of the standard of football. That there's not, the stadiums are going to be half full, hence why we've had all these people being paid off as like fake fans. So I'm interested <laughs> yeah. in what happens. We could it could absolutely be a dead duck this, and I, and I did see a cracker online there because end of Valencia stuff, of course. And someone said that when you realise you've transferred the 25 million bung to Antonio Valencia because he got. It's just well, oh. for me though, it's a pointless discussion about. Well, if Qatar go out, 
They are going to be the worst fucking hosts that there have ever been. Yes. Someone mentioned, I think Seth mentioned about um, USA 94. I, I think USA 94 had some decent players. Qatar are so much worse than them. And I didn't know that before this match, but Chris, they've got Senegal, the fucking AFCON winners, and the Netherlands to play. <laughs> <laughs> they are going to get fucked. And so, well, you know, the, the, the positive thing is, Chris, that Gianni uh, Infantino will have, you know, a very much a, a nice bathroom out of it. <laughs> or fucking probably a new house you know because again it's just ridiculous isn't it and I tell you what Chris when did it become that the hosts kicked off the tournament isn't it usually the the winners Uh, I can't remember I know they said no I'm sure it's the host day oh no I know um, no you're right because in Italian 90 it was was Cameroon for the Argentina Argentina, wasn't it yeah, yeah, because yeah. so Argentina had won in '86. They did, they did move this game forward a day, so maybe that's what they were getting at in the commentary. I'd not, I'd missed that, but I did hear them say it should have been played tomorrow with all the other oh, games. Right. So, so yeah, I think, I think you might be right, actually, Dave. He did, he did say though, in the 92-year history, no hosting team has ever lost until today. Just unbelievable in the first game, whether it be a draw or whatever. That's that's. Some no going. hosting team has ever been quite so shit. <laughs> is the problem. I mean, like I say, uh, fucking Netherlands and Senegal. I mean, you could be looking at two five nils there, couldn't you? Again, unless they're, they're sort of, you know, a bit of under-the-table action there going on and, and there's a, you know, there's a bonus for you if you only beat us 2-0. <laughs> you know, if you don't embarrass us, there's some goal bullying in it for you. So, I, I don't know. It's just, they're going to go out, no question. The the only doubt in my mind is, how many goals are they going to concede? Because they, 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 they just look so much worse than Ecuador. And like, it's fucking Ecuador. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you'd have to say that is the other weakest team in that league. So oh, yeah, I think Qatar got fucking Fuck short tournament know, ahead of them. <laughs> it will be closed out. I hope, no. I hope the two hundred fucking and twenty million was worth it. Well, yeah, because they're going to be banned fucking booze, Dave. They're going to ban football. I think if they get knocked. Oh, Can you imagine fun. that? <laughs> right, taking our tournaments home. Take the stadiums down. Fuck off the lot of you. <laughs> it does. I don't know what it is. I said to you and Ben dinner in the chat, and I don't know what it is. It might just be me overthinking it and just being really silly, but it feels like we're on the verge of something bad with this tournament, and I can't put my finger on it. I don't know where it's going to come from or what's going to happen, but I just don't think they're going to take it. Kind of. I could be wrong here, Dave, but I just don't. I, I can't. I can't. I just got a weird feeling from watching that first game and the atmosphere was just so quiet and, and flat and I don't know. I don't know. I could be wrong. I think so. I, I don't know if something really bad will happen. Something off will happen. I mean, uh, Ben sent through that footage of the uh, Ecuador fan oh, getting some right, abuse yeah. by the fucking Qatarian. I'm like, well, fucking hell, you better watch it, mate. <laughs> fucking keep your head down. <laughs> um... <laughs> So, yeah, I, I just don't know. 
Uh, it's it's going to be a funny one, isn't it? And of course, you know, Chris, we should say that this should have been our second uh, episode of the tournament, but we had some technical gremlins. So our whole two-hour extravaganza, building up the World Cup, going through all the predictions, all the groups, looking at the England squad. Yeah, we sacrificed that to the God of Podcasts. <laughs> so we have to put up with this uh, shorter episode. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't think there's any hope for Qatar, Chris. But, Chris, for me, the tournament really kicks off tomorrow with yes. England and, uh, you know, the other match out of this group. So, Netherlands against Senegal. That, I mean, all right, England, Iran. I think that's going to be it's going to be Iran. You know, they don't push overs, are they? They're in the top 20 and everything. They're going to put a good, solid defensive display. And England haven't been convincing at all. But for me, it's that Netherlands-Senegal match I'm really excited about. Yeah, I think that's going to be a cracker. I think you're right, David. I, the problem with England is, and, and Southgate, it's so fucking cautious, isn't it? Like, we could yeah. end up being an absolute nil-nil stalemate even with Harry Kane playing and that has always got goals in it like you know they've got the golden boot and everything but I just I just can't see he's got to be pragmatic Southgate if you go out and, and you die on your shield of attacking football be you know brilliant no problem at all but not I just can't see it because Carlos Kuros who's, who's obviously Iran's manager he's renowned for basically stifling teams and they've not mm. been in the top 20 for nothing Dave that's not a coincidence yeah about. like I said I said it on our, like you say, our now um, dead in the podcast uh, graveyard of episodes. But it was a start on Talk Sport that in this group, in England's group, all four teams are in the top 20 in FIFA rankings. I know that doesn't always mean something. However, the, the USA manager is convinced it's going to be a shootout between them all. And I think it might be a lot closer than what we think this week. Yeah, I think you're right. And, you know, I heard an interview with Southgate and... It, it sunk my enthusiasm, to be honest. <laughs> Look, you said it was 17 consecutive days or something of football. Brilliant. And, and even as shit as tonight's match was, I was thinking, oh, fucking hell, like, I, I'm in it. I'm in, I'm in the World Cup now. Even though I was like, earlier in the day, I'm thinking about oh, fucking Christmas presents. What do I need to order and all that shit? And I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> thinking about Christmas when uh, the World Cup's on. But just all the football, seeing all the nations, I, I just fucking love it. But hearing that interview with Southgate and he's talking about, you know, uh, he's going to have to decide on certain players. And it looks like so Kyle Walker is only going to be uh, available in the later group state uh, group games, apparently. So he's definitely out. And I'm like, well, your fucking hopes are on Kyle Walker. Fuck me. And then he's saying Madison probably won't play, but we've got to look at players, you know, that we've uh, that have done it in the past, like you know Raheem Sterling, Jordan Pickford, you know, has coped with the pressure, and Harry, he was saying, that, uh, and I'm sure now he could have meant Kane, but I, my mind went to Maguire, and I'm like, oh, fuck off, you're just going to pick your favourites. Yes, it's going to be like the so fucking Sterling, Harry Maguire is going to be at the back. He'll play Henderson. Actually, no, I, th I think he quite likes Rice. I mean, Rice is a lot more dynamic these days in that like kind of holding role. Yeah. So he is a good player, isn't he? And, and yeah. so I'm hoping Rice and Bellingham in the middle. But I don't know. Just uh, straight off the bat, I'm like, 
I've just got no real confidence, you know, in Southgate's ability, like you say, to just go for the game, go th- go for the fucking throat. The amount of attacking talent that he's potentially got there, we should be wiping the floor with Iran. I don't fucking yeah. care how well they've played and, you know, how organised they are or whatever. With the players we've got, we should win it comfortably, 2 or 3-0. Yes. No. But I, agree, I, I think it could be a fucking draw, you know. It could be the classic England or, you know, they pinch it 1-0 or something and then it's all like fucking sack Southgate and then we need a draw and a, <laughs> a win or something. You know, classic Mike Bassett stuff. But, um, yeah, I, I just... That first team selection will be a, a real kind of window into what Southgate's thinking is, I think. Interestingly, I think he has to pick Trent Alexander-Arnold, doesn't he? Especially with yeah. Walker being injured and uh, James is um, uh, out of the whole tournament, isn't he? So he's <laughs> he doesn't fancy him at all, but he's going to have to fucking play him. But, I mean, does he go three at the back? Well, the thing is, Dave, you know what you're saying about like Harry Maguire, who shouldn't be playing. I know I'm not a fan of Zena, you know, a support season ticket holder. He's in rubbish the other day against Philly. It's awful. But you know what would be typical Southgate, Dave? Just typical. I, I don't pick my favourites. If you pick fucking Calvin Phillips right in the middle, who's played 70 minutes all season, has been injured, yeah. and then he starts, and it's like, oh, he's had a great training session. Fuck yeah. off. It happens. It's a joke, isn't it? He yeah. should not be there at all. No, no. You've lost players there, sacrificed players for him being there, which is nonsense. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, it's a joke, isn't it? So, I mean, there's so many players there. Fucking Grealish as well. You know, it just... He's hardly fucking played. Alison fucking Becker has got more goals and assists than Grealish. Yeah. <laughs> he's fucking... I, I do agree, he likes... He looks good on the eye, on, on the ball, you know. He wins free kicks and stuff, but... God, there's some fucking passages in that England squad, isn't there? Oh God! And then we sound so negative, don't we? But I know, yeah. We've been here. <laughs> hey, we've been here. already on a downer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're getting our excuses in now, aren't we? Because then we can just go. Well, I'm all about United, and you'll be like, "Oh, I'm all about Liverpool." Anyway, you know, like cause I've always done that. Like, really get into it. Then when they give you like, "Oh, fuck England," anyway, and you know, so yeah, I, I really want him to do well. I mean, I know we got to the final in the Euros, and we've never seen a final, so I really wanted him to win. And when Luke Shaw scored, you were like. Here we go, we've got a chance in. But then, it, you know, he just sat back and went for the 1 0. It's like, we could have won that, you know. Yeah. could have won that 2 0 or something. And then, obviously, penalties, we knew which way that was going. I don't think they've got the legs in this tournament to get anywhere near this, even the semi finals, Dave. I'd be absolutely amazed if we got that far. Really would. I mean, I, I'd said in that um, episode, which we can't publish, unfortunately, but I did, I fancied France. Now, having realised that, I mean, Pogba not so much, but best he can take. Kante not being in the team, that's a big loss for France. I'm Did Benzema. you see the news today? Yeah, Benzema's out as well. Yeah, exactly. So that, that's, that's, they're going to be a really deflated team, France, aren't they? So they might have a chance of getting through to the semis, but they're not going to win it. I'd be unbelievable if they did. I mean, just maybe Mbappe will step up. I mean, they've just well, got yeah. so many players, haven't they? So just you, you look at like Wales and they're organised and they've got one superstar, really, Gareth Bale. 
<laughs> you know, and he, he's not been at, at his peak self for a, a little while now. So I don't know. I, I, I still think France will have enough. But um, I don't know, Chris. Like I say, I, honestly, as, as negative as I am about some of the choices that I think Southgate will make, tomorrow I will have my England 1990 shirt on. <laughs> and I'll be raring to go by the time I kick off. And like I say, I can't wait for the other matches as well. I think USA and Wales, the other group game, I think is going to be interesting. A lot of people are saying the US aren't really as good as they used to be, but I think the game is so popular in the US now. I just think they've got a lot of sort of technical players. I think they could do all right, you know. And we've seen Wales do well. So, yeah, I... It could be like 1990, Chris, where there's fucking hardly anything between all the teams. Yeah, potentially. And I do like watching Wales, Dave, because they go for it, they attack. They know the shortfalls. They know, obviously, you know, they haven't got the greatest defence. They've always got Bale. Aaron Ramsey's a good player. You know, and he's playing well again now for, I think, his niece is over him. So, yeah, mm. l- let's see where they go. But I don't mind watching them. And I don't mind watching USA because they're quite a, a good team to watch. It's just... I just want to enjoy the football, Dave. You know what I mean? I just yeah. want to enjoy it and get into... I always say that I love the games that are so stupid that you just... You shouldn't watch them when you sit there and you're like, oh, I'm doing a bit of work or on my phone or I'm doing something. And it's like, hang on, it's got one deal. Then they score yeah, the other yeah. end and it's one all and you're in this fucking 3-3 shootout and it's a brilliant game of football. They're the things I love about these tournaments. Definitely, absolutely love them. It's just, as it gets later on, the better teams have been. You don't usually get... You get quite cagey matches once we get yeah. to like, the quarterfinals. But in the actual uh, qualifying, you usually get a couple of teams who get beat. I wouldn't be surprised if the Netherlands got beat, you know. I really wouldn't. Van Gaal's a bit all over the place these days. Not about Qatar, they're not, but... <laughs> no, not about Qatar, <laughs> oh, you mean tomorrow. Senegal. Yeah, 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 tomorrow. Um, tomorrow, yeah. No, I, you know, I was just looking at the, the first week. You know what my game of the, the round is? Like, this is the first round, if you like. And, and you say, you get that surprise game that's like fucking Morocco against Poland or something like that, you know, and it turns out to be great. I think Thursday's game is Uruguay against South Korea. Yes, I agree. I think that could be a cracker, you know. So that's at one o'clock, unfortunately. So, you know, right in the middle of work. But <laughs> I think that could be a good game. And, uh, you know, who knows where that will go you know Son he's had plenty of rest hasn't he you know is, is he going to play I mean you he's, he's got to hasn't he even a 70% fit Son is is better uh, South Korea are better with him in, in the team so yeah no can't wait mate brilliant brilliant stuff mate so we said we'd keep these to about 20 minutes and we keep well just about get this to 20 minutes Dave maybe just a little bit older but <laughs> Thank you for jumping on, mate. It's been good that today. Just just to get the tournament started. And I want to thank, as well, like you said, mentioned about the podcast with us, but massive thanks to Ben, Maths, and Max as well. You know, they give up their time to do that. And it was just, unfortunately, the podcast Gremlins wasn't favourable. We just couldn't salvage it. And we weren't going to make him come back on again, Dave, and spend another two hours talking because <laughs> we won't fair. So we, we will have them on as guests throughout the tournament, without a doubt. So, uh Please tune in. And if you want to email us, chatfootypodcast at gmail.com or if you want to follow us at chatfootypodcast on Twitter. So uh, great stuff, Dave. Great to be back. And yeah, I mean, we've got 17 days of football at least. So uh, let's see where we end up. Awesome. So 
plan is, like you say, we'll try and get this out daily. Um, it'll be us and someone else, probably, and we'll just talk about the, the footy that's gone on that day. So, Chris, can't wait, mate. Day one of 17 consecutive days but it's a whole <laughs> month of world cup football so can't bloody wait mate so yeah, exactly thank you very much sir and i'll speak to you next time bye